Hello and welcome to the Family Brand Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. My name's Melissa, and I am a wife, mother, former nurse turned real estate investor. And we believe the greatest gift you can give your child is a last name that stands for something. Your last name is your family's brand. If you are a parent who wants to raise your child to know who they are, love who they are, and believe in who they are, this show is for you. We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. Hello, everyone. It is great to be back in Arizona. We're actually back for Melissa's brother's wedding and my niece's wedding and to see some friends. And uh, yeah, this is our first, well, not our first, our first four episodes are actually shot in Arizona and then the, the rest of in Hawaii. Yeah, it's good to be back in Arizona. It's weird. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> we were at church today and I heard something someone shared that I thought was really profound as it relates to families. And it was, you can't be what you can't see. And they weren't necessarily talking about it in the context of families. But I really thought like, that's so profound, so powerful. Like you can't be what you can't see. And I think we've talked before on the podcast about this idea that more is caught than taught, meaning our our children are going to catch more from our example and what we're demonstrating than anything we say. And if they can't, and, and if it's hard for people to be what they can't see. And so today specifically, we wanted to talk about the power of being present and really around like devices, phones, computers. And look, like this is a challenging one, I think, for for all of us, for all families, because their devices and technology is part of our lives. I don't think it's realistic to say we're going to just figure out a way to not live, you know, without it. That's actually our most requested episode. People, I have often hear people say, like, can you please do an episode about kids and device use or social media use or just how you do it, what time limit you set, which that's not what we're talking about today because I feel like it's always like a question in our minds too. Like, okay, what's going to be best and what's working right now may not work in a week, but regardless, like this idea and ideas, like I think are very common and present for every family. And we, we do want to have an expert and we are looking at that and reaching out to see who would be a really great expert to bring on about screen time and, and children but specifically, Melissa and I, about a month ago, we had a really cool experience where we were able to both do individual sessions with a really good friend of ours, a new friend that we met in Hawaii. And it's kind of an intuitive, like guided meditation where you, yeah, it's just, it was really profound. And at the end, you make some commitments. And then there's, if you, if you don't keep your commitment, there's uh, some consequences to you make and you get to come up with them. And if you do, there's a reward. And it's just co- a commitment to yourself. Yeah. Like that you feel will improve your life for the next 30 days. And one of the commitments I made is that I'm going to put my phone away in the afternoons and be present with my family. And we didn't really define like what that meant. So the experiment started with me, first of all, taking Facebook and Instagram off my phone. And then Secondly, I just kind of decided that when my work day kind of ends, which in Hawaii, it's been ending around one or two, that I'll just go put my phone away and I'm not, I won't touch it again until bedtime. And at first it was really unnatural because <laughs> I was at every, yeah, just for no reason other than like, oh, where's my phone? I need to check it. And then I'd find myself being like, but do I need, like, what do I need to check it for? 
And I started realizing there's no, no reason I needed to check it other than I just, the impulse or the addiction or just the training, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But I found myself just enjoying my life more. I found myself reading more books myself. Like I read some great, great books. I found myself reading more books to my kids, just playing with my kids more. And I think it's like one of the talk about pandemics. Like I think there's a pandemic around our abilities, families to be present with each other. And we know from a lot of research that one of the things that makes up strong families is like spending quality time and great quantities. So lots of quality time. And I just think there's so many situations where we're, we're together, but we're not actually spending time as a family. Like we're not connected. And I love this quote, wherever you are, be there. And so for me, yes, this is not about kids and their screen time. However, in some ways it is because you're, it's hard for our kids to be what they can't see. So if what they see for me is I'm constantly on my phone, they're constantly having to compete with my phone and repeat themselves like 10 times to get my attention. And so now that the 30 days is over, I technically, you know, don't have to keep the commitment, but that's one of my intentions is to keep the commitment. And just like today, like I wrestled with our youngest daughter, Indy. She wanted to wrestle and play the steamroller game. And we just wrestled on the living room floor for, I don't know, quite a while. It was just really fun. And I actually noticed a difference in like our interaction the rest of the day and the rest of the evening and just kind of her attitude. And, and so I just wanted to share like, you know, maybe you can try these little experiments. Maybe there's, maybe there's one app in particular that's your kryptonite <laughs> that you could say like, well, yeah, what if, what if I just took it off my phone for a day or for a week and experimented with that? Or if there are certain times of the day, I just put my phone away or turned it off. And so for me, it was just, I, I mean, I can speak to a lot of things, but those are some of the things that just, I, d- I didn't realize how much I sought it out. And I didn't realize how much time I devoted to things that just aren't useful, to things that aren't strengthening me. They're not strengthening my family. They're not strengthening my business. And look, I'm, I'm nothing against like some mindless, just entertainment. I think we all can use that, but to what extent, right? Like, like, am I going to look back on my life one day and think, oh my gosh, like, if, uh, like, am I going to be terrified to add up the number of hours I spent scrolling mindlessly on my phone and think, what I, what could I have done differently with that? I don't know. But it just, I'm just coming off this 30 days with just, I think yesterday it was the 30, the end of the 30 days. And it just has me be reflective of, and then I heard, I didn't, and then I heard that quote today, you know, you can't be what you can't see. And it's like, well, yeah, what, what do my kids see from me around technology and around screen time? I love this idea. How can we, I would love to create, create a little, almost like a formula. How would you, how would you encourage people to incorporate this idea into their lives in a way that, in a way that doesn't feel like, I don't know, that feels like really ex- empowering and like something that you want to do and not like, I think the risk is this, if it feels like a shame, like I've been spending so much time on my phone, like I shouldn't be doing that. Totally. Uh, well, one, I think is like, and you and I talk about this in everything we do. It's like a really honest assessment, not, not from a place of shame, not from a place of guilt, you don't have to beat yourself up, but just being honest with yourself around 
And look, you and I, like everyone we know, we know if we're devoting too much time to a device or to our phones. So I think a really honest assessment, not to highlight all the things you're doing wrong, but just to get a baseline. And if you really want to know, like, go look at your screen time usage on your phone, which is a scary thing, I think, for a lot of us <laughs> <laughs> to see. And they'll even tell you what apps you spend the most time on. And so I, I bet that every single one of you listening to this, you already know, even right now, you already know the app for you and what that is. And I think it would be a maybe powerful to, to not try to tackle everything at once, but to identify one app or one outlet on your phone that you know that you are dedicating more time than you want to. And it doesn't mean you have to eliminate that app completely in its entirety. And I will say in my experience, and this is just me, I tried with a couple apps to be like, okay, I'm just, I'm going to keep them on my phone, but I'm going to limit. I'm even going to set like, cause you can set limits on your phone, right? In your settings. Well, guess what I did? I went and changed the settings so I could get more <laughs> access to, to the app. <laughs> And I know that I can download it from the app store, but it still is that extra step. Like when I deleted it from my phone, it was like this step, this commitment that felt empowering. And so whatever it is for you, maybe the first step is take an honest assessment of, of where you're at with your phone usage, your screen time. Second, identify an app and you could set limits on your phone. Hey, tell me, you know, don't let me use the app when I've used it this much time, or you could take it off. I would just, I would just say like do a one week experiment. And I would identify what's something you love doing or something you want to do more of that you currently always find yourself saying, I don't have enough time. Mm, I think that's key. Because if I can just speak frankly, that's the biggest bullcrap answer or excuse that all of us have and myself included. And the reality is we have so much time. <laughs> I know I do. At least I'll speak for me. I have so much more time than I ever want to claim that I do. It's just how I'm using my time. And where I'm dedicating my time. So for me, an honest assessment. Two, pick your app. Three, decide your your method of like defense. If you're taking it off your phone, if you're going to set a limit. And then I think from a reward standpoint, it's like what's something you love doing or something you want to do more of or want to dedicate more time to, but you constantly are thinking, I just don't have enough time. Yeah, I think that changes it from like a lacking feeling like I can't use my phone to like, look what I'm going to gain by putting my phone away. Yeah. That feels better. It also reminds me of a book that I know you have read. We've discussed, but I have never read. So maybe you could talk about it better than I could. The book willpower doesn't work. Yeah. This is really great book by Benjamin Hardy that yeah, just says basically that willpower doesn't work. And the idea in the book that willpower doesn't work is, I mean, yes, willpower can work, but why would you ever want to even try to, make it work. Like, why would you ever want to put yourself in a position where you have to use willpower? So for example, if you know that you have no willpower over Oreo cookies, well, you can have them in your home and then basically like torture yourself <laughs> or you just never have them in your home. And you have to make the decision every single time you walk by the Oreo cookies, like, should I have one? Should I not? They're right there. They keep calling my name. They're talking to me. <laughs> Or you just don't now granted you could go buy them, but it's kind of like the app on your phone. It's like, is it going to require more willpower to like not click on it, even no matter how much, or you just get it off your phone. And so his, his approach, one of the, one of the things he talks about in the book is you just outsource your willpower to your environment, like set up an environment to be successful. 
Like if you want to eat more healthy, well, just have healthy food in your house. And so, yeah, I think that's kind of what I'm talking about here is I think another thing that was really helpful for me was just to be like part of the the assessment was like, okay, this honest assessment of how I'm spending my time on a device, but it was also this honest assessment of like, dude, you're not strong enough to withhold <laughs> these, to, to withhold yourself from these apps. Like you're just not, you keep saying like, and it's like, I don't know, but I also found that there's no like shame or weakness in admitting that. Like maybe that's actually a courageous thing. Yeah. Maybe it's not like, oh, I took Instagram, Facebook off my phone because I have a problem. Maybe it's not, I took Instagram and Facebook off my phone because I have the courage to do that. Mm-hmm. Every <laughs> every week when my like screen time use pops up on my phone, I'm you always ignore like, it. no, I'm always like, impossible. <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> it, it really is crazy though, right? It really is crazy. Like, I think it's, again, like, I don't want to, I don't know about using this word, but just like this pandemic, this, this like, I don't know. I, I just, I think a lot of us, myself included, if we're not careful, we're going to look up one day and be like, what was I doing? Like the amount of books I could have read, the amount of like knowledge I could have gained, the amount of time I could have spent with my spouse, the amount of time I could have spent with my children, the amount of time I could have spent working on myself, the amount of time I could have spent on a hobby, like (laughs) I don't, whatever it is. And again, there is a time and place for your phone. There is a time and place for being on a device and looking at your screen. But I had this quote last year that I loved. It was on my vision board and it said, never forget that your real life is happening outside your phone. Cause if you really think about it, like I would, I would argue that over, I don't know, I was gonna say over 90%. I don't even know where I'm coming up with these statistics, but like a significant amount like of what's going on on our phones isn't real life. Yes, there's some things that are like being communicated and things we have to follow up on. And and look, I also understand that if your business model and the way you've created it, some some people's business models is like dependent on their phone usage. So there's, you know, you got to be, I think, sensitive to that and realistic with yourself. But yeah, that was a really good quote for me. Your real life is happening outside your phone. I like the timing of this too, because I think summer is a time where a lot of times there's just a lot of time, at least for, for me, like a a little more downtime with the kids that's easier to just fill with nothing. And a perfect example of the downtime today, our daughter Ivy has one of her cousins over because we're in Arizona and she's one of her, you know, best friends who's her cousin. They probably came to me two or three times and said, Hey, can we just, listen to music on your phone and sing and, and both of them love music. And it would have been really easy for me to be like, yeah, sure. And I was like, you know what? You guys are here. You're together. Why don't you go like go play a game or like read a book or just do something fun. And they're like, there's nothing to do. It's boring. Which we, you know, the amount of times we hear that from our kids in the summer, but I just kept encouraging them to do that. Now I'm a little bit ashamed to admit that the amount of times my kids have come and asked if they could like, watch a show or play a game on my phone. And I tell them like, no, you don't need to be on a phone all the time as I have my phone out and I'm on it. (laughs) Right. Like your kids can't be what they can't see. But I would say like 30 minutes goes by and they came out of Melissa's parents have this little room where there's like just some toys and stuff. And there's kind of a playroom. They came out of there like, we just made up this game and it's so fun. Like we've been playing it for 
I don't know, for the last 30 minutes. And so I just like this like play and imagination. And but yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah, we, we do need to definitely do one about kids and screen time. I saw the funniest meme the other day. There's a, it's a funeral and there's a guy from a distance. You can tell someone's in the coffin and a kid's leaning in. He's <laughs> like, hey, dad, can I play a game on your phone? <laughs> To the person in the coffin. Yeah, because it's a dad, you know, because it's like we as parents, how many times we get asked every single day, can I play a game on your phone? So the last thing I would say that might be kind of cool, because I I think it's important to like have fun with this. I know that with this challenge that Melissa and I both had and we both committed to different things, but we also had a reward at the end if we were able to do that. So maybe you, you take this one week challenge and if you are able to keep it, keep your commitment and devote time to something else you want to do, which is fun anyways, maybe you say, I'm going to go get a massage or I'm going to go out to eat or I'm going to go on a girl's night. Like (laughs) get my favorite drink, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. I think one thing that I do, I like about this too, is it, I don't think it, it, I think sometimes I'm always looking for people to say like, okay, you should spend X amount of time on the phone or your, or your kids should spend X amount of time on TV or whatever. And I think that, I don't think there is a set number. I think it's just up to us to know like what is, what's best for our families. And I think that's something that we always come back to is like you as a parent, you know, what's best for, for yourself and for your family and your kids and trust in that. Like, it doesn't have to be like, you know, maybe you do let, let like maybe tonight we did let Ivy and her cousin get on the phone and listen to music and that would have been fine but it would be like whatever feels best to us for our family and our kids and ourselves yeah i I would say that one of the biggest things that i've been working on lately is like not comparing myself to the people you know and I, i know that there's all these amazing quotes like comparison is the thief of joy and there's nothing really useful that a lot of times it comes from comparison Sometimes there's, I've gained a lot of usefulness in looking at people and being inspired by them. Mm-hmm. But when I start comparing my myself, it's usually from a place of like me lacking something or I want more. And I've never found for me personally, anything that is like a magnet and like a breeding ground for comparison, like my phone. Mm. My biggest source of finding evidence for why like I'm not enough and I'm not doing enough and why I'm not successful enough. Almost all of that lives inside my phone for me. And, and so that was another thing that I realized is, yeah, I think it's just an interesting thing to look at. Like instead of always finding evidence for why we're not enough or why we're not doing enough, you know, like what if we find evidence for why we are? And, and I'm not even saying that like there has to even be this trade that like, Oh, okay. I'm spending 30 minutes less a day on my phone. So I've got to, spend 30 minutes being super, super productive, or I've got to be like the mom or the dad of the year with that 30 minutes. Like, no, like maybe you do nothing with that time. So other than whatever the heck you want, maybe you just go sit in stillness, (laughs) literally do nothing. Yeah. Or you just, yeah, you just do whatever calls to you that day. Like with Mm -hmm. that, with that extra time. But I do think we live in a world today where man, it's like so hard not to compare yourself. It's so hard for your kids not to compare themselves. And like, I just found that I, I just found that I was just, yeah, the last 30 days, I just was like happier, more free, less like thinking about what other people were doing. 
less comparing myself to other people. You really did notice a difference? Oh yeah, totally. Cause that's, you know, I, I don't know that I, and, and maybe it's just, I don't, maybe it's that I use social media ineffectively. Like instead of looking, I don't go on. So, you know, maybe if I went on social media and I was looking to be inspired or I was looking for like, but I think for me, I'm not consciously doing it, but a lot of times it is. It doesn't take me very long on there to like start comparing myself to other people. Yeah. I think that's important to notice how you're feeling. Yeah. I don't, there's not a whole lot of times I leave social media feeling like really uplifted and inspired. And, and again, there's times where I certainly have been. Totally. I mean, I, I feel like the content that we put out on the, our family brand Instagram page is like really uplifting and useful. And I love it. And I think it inspires people. And I would say too, that like, if you'd said, Hey, Chris, we have the choice as parents, like we can either spend a few hours on Saturday, like listening to all your podcast and like soaking up every social media post you've ever done on Instagram, or we can spend maybe like, we can listen to one episode and spend 10 minutes scrolling through a couple of your posts. And then spend the rest of the time playing with our kids and our family. I'd be like, oh yeah, do that one. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's there's only so much inspiration you can handle anyways. There's only so much uplifting messages that you can take in in a day and like retain them. And I think that like that whole idea of real life is happening outside your phone. That's what I started realizing too about like coaching programs and masterminds. Like going to these coaching programs and masterminds and running all over the world to like better myself and improve myself and become a better person. But yet to some degree starting to realize like, but man, these, a lot of these masterminds and like these personal development courses, they take me away from my family and probably the greatest mastermind, the greatest personal development opportunity I've ever had in my life. Like is actually in the living room of my house. Like I can go learn all day long about leadership, right? At a, at a conference, but then I come home and one of my kids does something that really upsets me. Like that's really the ultimate, like, teacher of leadership for sure <laughs> so it's just interesting like so it was a really cool exercise for me like i'm putting it on the podcast to be publicly accountable <laughs> that i have every intention of continuing this habit i'm 30 days in and, and i am on my phone in the morning till afternoon like whatever that time is i've set you know and i'm on there like connecting and networking and using it for business and also like pleasure. And yeah, I'd love to continue putting it away in the afternoons. Okay. So let's recap too. What, what exactly the challenge was to look at your use of your phone, your devices, your apps, and then to either take it up, take, pick, pick an app. Yeah. Pick, pick an app and either take it off, set some limits, whatever you want to do. And then for a week, for a week, and then think of something that you want to do to replace that time in your life. Something that is just calling to you right now. Yeah. Something that brings you joy. Something that's like large or small. And then give yourself a reward at the end of the week for keeping it. And I pay, pay attention to how you feel. Like I wouldn't say that I necessarily felt great the first few days I did it. I was a little bit like anxious. Like, where's my phone? Like, what? I need to go check it. And then if I was like, what do you need to check it for? I don't know. I just need to check it. <laughs> so funny. But it's like, how many times have you have, have like some, one of us, like, you know, you open your, you open your email 
you close it out. And then like two minutes later, you find yourself like opening up your email again. Refreshing. And you're like, wait, I just, what am I doing? But you're like, you're not even conscious mm-hmm. of it. You know, totally. it's just like, you're just being run by it. So anyways, that'd be my other thing. It's just, just this like experiment. And if you do it, I'd love to hear from you. Like what, what you chose to do. Did it make a difference? And then what you're going to decide to do moving forward. Maybe you put it back on after a week. That's fine. Have a great week. Hey there. Thanks for listening to today's episode. To show our appreciation, we want to offer you a free gift. We have an incredible online course you can get now by going to familybrand.com or by following the link in the show notes. And while you're there at familybrand.com, be sure to follow us on social media so that we can go on this journey together. Lastly, if this podcast has impacted you, we ask that you share it with another powerful family in your life and be sure to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. We will see you in the next episode.